0: And we are live. Hello, everybody. This is the Gas Cap Renegades podcast, also known as the Trailcast. I'm your host, Levi Blackigo, and we are going to go on an adventure. So lace up them shoes, grease up those nipples, and put some band-aids on those ass cheeks, and let's talk running trail running, the Gas Cap Renegades podcast, Trailcast. Hello everybody, welcome to the show, we are glad to have you back, it's been a while, I almost didn't recognize my co-host, Mr. Dr. J, himself, Jason (laughs) Cummins, how the heck are you Jason? Pretty good,
1: pretty good. It's been a while. Yeah, I forgot about that intro, it's been so long. Yeah. it has been um so how you been good how are you you had a lot of major changes take
0: place I did I did I found that transitioning to my new position and also balancing all my old life has been a little more challenging than I thought it would be but really I I think the dust is settling then I'm I'm, I think I'm able to find a, a nice equilibrium and real consciously effort conscious what am I trying to say conscious effort of time management
1: there you go. So, how do you Good manage day. your priorities?
0: Was um, it
1: like um, firefighting, just putting out fires, or
0: pretty like that? It was like that. It was like it was like there was a the dike, the boy who put his finger in the the dike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's a big dam. I'd, I'd pump. I'd, I'd stop one leak, then another one would pop up. and Pretty soon, I was using my toes and everything else to stop all the leaks. And say, okay, I got. I got to do something else. So, yeah, just block calendar blocks of time trying to figure out which blocks are going to be which color code them yeah so far it's so far goes so good um i still haven't been able to the only time i can run is like early in the morning and that's not working for me just yet i'm gonna gonna make it happen though
1: i'm gonna make it work i think a lot of major challenges or not challenges but major life changes it really throws a monkey wrench in everyone's routines even when COVID. When the shutdown first happened, you'd think you'd have a lot more time to work out and take advantage of that free time and just that change in routine through everybody's um hands off
0: I think that I think during that time we had too much time, and it had the reverse effect. I watched a lot of series. it was fun. Can you believe it's been a year already? It's been over a year since the world shut down.
1: it's crazy, huh mm-hmm yeah I remember when we first heard about it. I kind of didn't it's kind of like some far off distant thing, and then it hit our our communities really
0: hard, yeah like we started overseas and like slowly and maybe we should start getting ready for this or doing something and nope it was here oh man no more work, no more anything, but slowly we're getting back into the life is starting to Just I mat- think anyhow.
1: Wearing a mask is normal now. Yeah. I see masks laying around everywhere in parking lots. And
0: <laughs> I didn't want to get too um, political, but I saw a funny joke that I kind of related to. Uh, I don't want to say the whole thing, but anyhow. Like, I get scared when I go into, like, I ran into a store. I think I was dropping off. It was just like a little tiny mom and pop shop. So there's, like, not yeah. no, whenever I go there, it's just me there. And um, I there's ran. usually only one demographic that don't wear masks. I ran in there. <laughs> I ran in there, and... I ran in there and said, oh, I don't have my mask. And then all of a sudden someone walked in. It's like, oh, I kind of covered my face with my hands. And I was like, I don't I don't want them to think that I'm a anti-masker. <laughs> One of them folks. <laughs> Did you lift up your... Um- I was more worried about that than the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. It's terrible. terrible.
1: I, went some, I went in some stores and nobody had masks. And I was kind of like, whoa. Mm-hmm.
0: I like it. I don't have to shave as much. Yeah, me too. I don't like, though, because like a lot of my... um my communication is a, is a small smile to people to let them know like an acknowledgement. I don't know if I'm doing that anymore. I still do it. I still smile come. under your mask and I'm like hopefully uh, they see hopefully my, they see your crows feet. They see my eyes kind of wrinkle up. a little bit when I <laughs> smile at them. I really got to do the head nod though. I'm doing the head nod right now as I'm saying this. Um but yeah, that that's kind of becoming a thingy, me jigger. We had a, uh, a pretty great episode, and I'm still working out the kinks on it. But as a uh, we were getting a lot of um a lot of messages saying, "No, where's the podcast?" So oh, we we don't want to let you down. I'm sorry, we're sorry about the um the delay. I think we said this in the last one too that we're going to work on <laughs> making it any more more purposeful with um hopefully podcast. Fingers crossed.
1: We got a good episode, but um. Remember my mic wouldn't uh, stop echoing because it wasn't plugged in?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, we had two mics plugged in and we had the Zoom mic. Oh, okay. That was like a learning curve though. We had never done a podcast via Zoom. Did we or no? I don't think we did.
1: Oh, no, that was our first one, huh?
0: Yeah. We did ones where we were like all on the call, but we all just sent in our separate audio files. That was different. Yep. But yeah, it's a good guest. Good. Did we say who she was last time? No, we could probably say it, huh? Go ahead. Okay. No, we'll leave it a surprise. <laughs> <I> forgot. <laughs> Anyhow, um, just you know, huh? Yeah. 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 Anyhow, how's how's life? How's work?
1: I'm kind of rusty at this thing. Me too. Usually I have the juices flowing, and
0: I think when I don't have my notes in front of me, it was um a little different. Things
1: are going well. You know, what's uh, really amazing, though, is I can kind of see a gas cap out your window here, mm-hmm. and I've been there a few times this past week, and there's always so many people running out there. It's really nice. There's always a lot. Little kids walk in, and... We have a lot. I don't think there's any other place like that here where people just congregate to walk, run, jog. hmm It's
0: always been like that. That's where... um. You just have to um, be careful when people show up to target practice. My (laughs) my sister-in-law went home. That's kind of become a thing now. The weekends were, um, are they having a turkey shoot? (laughs) My sister-in-law. So she was sitting there kind of quiet for a long time on the couch. She's like, so how do they do it anyhow? Do they just just get all the turkeys and let them go? Or how how does it work? (laughs) (laughs) They're live turkeys. (laughs) What is wrong with you? One time me and and my buddy were uh, kids and we went to a penny carnival. Yeah. He said, what, how, what is it anyhow? So we he had like a two big old pocketfuls of pennies. And you
1: went to the Penny you Carnival? Went to the penny Carnival.
0: <laughs> Do they still uh, have penny, car- penny Carnivals? I don't know. I haven't heard of them for a while. That's something that uh, you guys should bring back. Yeah. Once we can start. Old school Penny Carnival. Yeah. I did the cakewalk.
1: That was fun. Cakewalk. What other things did they have? Go fish or something like that? They throw that little fishing pole over the board.
0: It was like a little baby. Kind of like a circus. Baby thing. circus or something. <laughs> Not circus, carnival? Yeah, carnival. Babe, yeah. It, it was just like carnival without the rides, just the games. Maybe that was where the penny came from. I don't know.
1: When they first tried it, it probably a penny was big money. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody um, somebody was still in the profit, so then you had to buy tickets. and Yeah, but yeah. we Different games cost different number of tickets.
0: We went there and they said, okay, and like how many tickets do you want? I was like, oh, I don't know how much are they? I have... Then they give us the price. and oh, you turned around. We used have a bunch of pennies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was that Lodgegrass? Yeah. At the Catholic church. Remember they used to have penny carnivals there. Uh-huh. That was fun. That was good times. Good times. So and then the, the Catholics had the penny carnival and the Baptists at the haunted house during carnival or during a carnival, during Halloween.
0: <laughs> during carnival. 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 Yeah, we were telling there for a little bit. They, um, what was I going to say? No, the Catholics had bingo, too. Oh, yeah. And catechism. Not catechism. Recreation. Recreate rec night. That was fun. That was fun. And Dan Joe would really ought to keep track of you if you were working sessions. Yeah. And Dan Joe was pretty strict. He was. He was a good businessman. <laughs> he was doing hour, hourly audits of how many cups he sold.
1: Did he ever take away any of your privileges? Not
0: my personally, but quite a bit. I've seen a lot. All these privileges. Yeah, he would
1: draw a little circle on the board if he was your substitute teacher. And, um, make you put your nose in there. kind <laughs> be <laughs> it was quite the honor
0: I think that might have worked. I don't you know bring him back <laughs> he was, was
1: ahead of his time. I remember um <clears throat> we were he got he was telling us as students and um those from the area probably know Indian Joe mm-hmm. is he still around?
0: No, he's passed away horse oh, sh- Bgabussta, Indian Joe. yeah sorry anyways yeah let's move on um I think I actually used some of his stuff when um I was a teacher yeah one time some kids lost their privileges (laughs) (laughs) lost their privileges (laughs) nope you lost your privileges
1: he was interesting because he'd be our subreddit um we were in the middle of you know just regular school and he would say stuff like you guys don't know how fortunate you are and still have your culture and traditions and it was pretty fun Listening to that yeah. stuff
0: For those of our Outside listeners If you don't know We had a guy His name was Joe Nichols he, He's since passed away now But he was um He was a A non-tribal He was uh, I think he was like From some inner city Like a, Ohio or somewhere Somewhere like that But anyway he's a big old Caucasian Giant Caucasian man With big old long blonde hair And he kind of just became One of the uh, He just adopted him Into the, the tribe there One of the Algerians Yeah He had a store yeah, he had federated. He was a hot dancer, was he? Yeah, hmm. that's cool. Going to would frequent the sun dances and be hmm. at someone's sweat all the time. Yeah, Mindenjo, quite a guy. Anyhow, Indigenous Trail Twenty Mile Challenge is on Sunday, April sixth. Our race director Scott Flatlip is hosting that. It's a virtual, it is a virtual and an in person run. So, I think that we're working on getting it available and run sign up. When is it? April 11th. So that week, you can do it online. Oh, wait, it's from, the, the virtual is from Sunday, April 11th to Sunday, April 18th. And I think the in-person is on the 18th. Yep. So you just got to do 20 miles. I'm not sure how. In one effort. In one effort. So on you,
1: the 18th, we'll be running out here, right? And, yep. And um, if you do it virtually, it's got to be in one effort.
0: You can't be doing five miles for four days or one mile for 20 days. They you got to do 20, 20 miles in one day. In one stretch. One shot, which is doable. Yep. Do you remember the first time you ran 20 miles? Yes. When was it? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I remember during the, um, during the, uh, my first 50K, when I got to the, um, I think it was like 24 mile mark on my watch. And I said, this is the furthest I've ever ran in my life, the next step. Then I was like, "I'm in, I'm in uncharted waters now. Anything can happen. I'm Got to be ready." Were well, you pretty excited? I was pretty excited. I felt like Samwise Gamgee when him and Frodo or started their journey, and he kind of stopped and said, "This is the furthest I've ever been from home. Never left the Shire." Yeah. Good stuff. Weird the things that'll do. So the furthest I run now is fifty, a little over fifty miles. How's your training going?
1: It's going. That's all I can ask for. So it's going. The um. Hey, um, a lot of locals went and ran at Moab. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty cool. It seeing was all their posts. And mm-hmm. did you get a little bit of trail envy?
0: No, no, no. I'm so out of shape, and it just made me sad. These <laughs> <So laughs> so guys were enjoying the trails, and <laughs> I'm glad to see though that I remember um, there wasn't like there wasn't a whole lot of us that would travel far for runs like that. Mm-hmm. So, seeing that, seeing the the expanse of the, the running community really take off is really, really encouraging. And I, I like that. Scott was a little bummed. He's like, I wish they would have told me. I would have won.
1: Blame him for that. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well,
0: Scott, you know, you should have known. They found out somehow.
1: I knew about it. Yeah. I heard them talking about it. They did good too. Like mm-hmm. Wyatt, what is it? Tiggs. Who else was in there? Um, was it Alan or DJ? No. Not one of them, brothers. Canine, I think Canine was running mm-hmm. That was pretty cool That would be a nice, interesting place to run I bet the rocks were hard Like I was imagining Like on that one side of the rims Where it's just nothing but rock
0: And mm-hmm. I think they said they did some like mountain mountain climbing At one point climbing, climbing That would be fun Maybe you one of them to talk about it I've never been down there Because yeah. I think there was like an 18 It kind of seemed like the big Big horn huh?
1: uh-huh. was it Is was it behind ultra?
0: the rocks, Ultra?
1: Yep. I don't know That's what it was called And it was that Moab I believe our heater
0: kicked on. A little cold in here. Jason's gonna go turn it off right now. It didn't even turn off. It's possessed. Okay, I didn't plug it. <laughs> do you know do you, do you
1: think we need? That's like an old person heater. It is. <laughs> yeah, um, cold in the office and you have that heater under your desk. There's a
0: little gray space heaters. When you first moved into this building the furnace was broke, then um they had like 30 of these scattered out throughout the office They use them for the elections And um They were heating up the office It was real cold too And pretty soon the oven was open <laughs> <They opened laughs> The oven turned the oven on.
1: It's a lot of effort when you could just um Fix the furnace We fixed the furnace pretty easy <laughs> It's
0: pretty easy to fix huh <laughs> Or it wasn't We just had to keep keep calling And not take over no and answer We're still working on the water heater
1: I think maintaining something Is a lot more easier than um all the things we do when we don't
0: maintain it, mm-hmm.
1: like getting an oil change on your car, it's yeah. a lot easier than um, trying to fix a broken down, burnt up engine. Amen. And um, I wish we could all um, think about that and apply it to our bodies.
0: Getting started is always more difficult. And then it always seems like putting off something you don't want to do, then after you do it's like, why, why was I putting that off? That wasn't even that bad. I feel so much better for it.
1: It's strange, huh? Is it getting started the toughest part? Mm-hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. Getting out the door to go for a jog is... I'll come back inside like three, four times. <laughs> like, I'll forget something. <laughs> oh, I forgot this, sir.
0: What about that? And, it seems like I'm always looking for reasons to not do it, D. Really? Like that. Did you ever see that meme where there's a little tiny cloud and a real sunny thing? I was going to go run, but it looks like it might rain, so... Yeah, I am <laughs> doing that a lot more than I find. Like, if it's real windy, I won't run. Really? I hate it hate running in the wind. Oh, man, I, I went running in the wind last week. It was so tough. It's better when it's at your back, but if I know, like, oh, no, wait, which way is it blowing? Oh, I can't go then. If I finish running into the wind, it sucks. But then I finished the David Goggins book, and it kind of makes me feel like oh, I should be purposefully making myself uncomfortable now. Is that a good book? I liked it. Yeah. Really. I liked it, too. I guess I shouldn't
1: say I read it. I listened to it. I think um, as long as it went in your brain, huh? Yep. He had a tough childhood, didn't he? hmm Tough Very childhood tough. and... But they they owned roller rinks or what they own? Yeah, they owned like a
0: roller rink slash disco. I sound don't like, know. I think all, like a wild place. I think back like. in the day, roller rinks were not what... It wasn't like Scotty Skate Castle. It was <laughs> a little different. <laughs> back, back in the inner cities there. Kind of wild places, huh? It sounded pretty wild. And that's how what's happening at Scotty Skate Castle. We, we didn't know, but we only went during kids' hour. <laughs> You know, that would be cool to open a skate rink here. Just something for the kids to do. Skate rink slash arcade. That would be fun. Idle hands. Yep, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. What else were we talking about? How do we get onto that? David Goggins. So the the book was called, what was it, Can't Hurt Me? Can't Hurt Me. Can't Hurt Me, so. Got to callous your mind. Callous your mind. You Got to callous your fingertips if you start playing guitar, you know
1: what other chapters were in there
0: what else was there i don't know it kind of went pretty quick but um if you're if you're looking for a recommendation i recommend that it also helps with um it was like mental fortitude and realizing exactly like what we're capable of as capable of as human beings from a physical but the stuff he would put himself through man it was crazy like when his hands fell off when he was doing the the pull up challenge and stuff like that his hands fell off yeah i remember like his hands like this oh yeah top. the skin yeah His hands fell off. He just had wrists. I don't remember that part. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know about the pull-up challenge, but when he was talking about the numbers that he was trying to do, I was like, I could never do that. I like
1: like, um, what he talks about the regulator. Kind of like how a car engine has a regulator where you get to a certain speed, then the regulator will kick in and shut it down so you don't pass that speed limit. Mm -hmm. And he said... "Um, Using that as a metaphor, the human mind has a regulator where maybe you've never ran 20 miles before, and you've just got to ignore that regulator a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then your capacity builds, and um, pretty soon you're going 21. Or maybe you never ran a mile before, and um, you're trying to run a mile, and the regulator will kick on and say, slow down, you can't breathe, Mm -hmm. just walk, but you got to ignore that regulator a little, and... Pretty soon you get used to it, about to get stronger, and then, then you're going two miles. But that was really interesting, that metaphor of the regulator on the mm-hmm. mine. I think that's what he called it, but... I think it was the governor. Oh, the governor. Mm-hmm. Regulator, mount up. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. governor. Governor, yeah, like running... Governor. How was I going to say? Well, yeah, you got to go past your what you, what you feel comfortable with. you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I always try to tell myself that. I try to tell my boys that too. They try to go around saying, no, I don't want to do that. It's not going to be fun. Well, if you don't, sometimes you got to force yourself to do things you don't want to do. Otherwise, you got to do that for somebody else. I can't remember who told me. I to hear that that. This guy's dad. Uh uh-huh. he, he asked his son to help him do something. Yeah. He said, I don't want to do that. So his dad sat down and was drinking beers and he was throwing a knife at a target to, and his son had to go grab the knife and bring it back to him. And he said, son, if you don't make yourself do things you don't want to do sometimes, your job's going to be doing that for someone else or something to that effect. I can't remember. I thought it was funny though. <laughs> he thought it
1: was funny? Yeah. <laughs> that was scary, Some dude <laughs> drinking, throwing a knife
0: into the wall. Mm-hmm. Or he had like a big wooden target outside that. I, he threw knives, I guess. I don't know what. Uh-huh. Said, son, do you want to go throw knives? <laughs> do you want to go throw knives? And he's like, no. Said, All right, well, you're going to watch me throw knives and you're going to go, Pick them up, bring them back to me. They have an axe throwing place in Billings where you throw like a little hatchet into a target. Really? Yeah. I was thinking, man, I want to go do that. But I was like, I just do that. Do it at house. home?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I grew up doing that outside. <laughs> I don't You just do that when you grow up to teepee poles. Pretty soon you're throwing an axe at a tree.
0: I'd miss the tree and it'd just disappear. I'm going like <laughs> to the next dimension. Where did the axe go? I couldn't have gone that far. <laughs> I have to go look for it. That's funny. That axe was so cut, it just sliced right through the fabric of time and something. Time warps. Yeah. It was back there with the dinosaurs. So, the Indigenous Trail 20 Mile Challenge, the virtual starts on April 11th, and you have till Sunday, April 18th to finish that virtually. But the in person challenge will be on Sunday, April 18th. That will be at good old Gas Cap, I believe, right? Yep, summer's around there If not Got even 20 mile s- course on there mm-hmm. I think Scott's been out there Marking
1: the course Marking the course, doing a little bit of course scouting Probably go back to the pine trees, huh? I would think so We'll leave Crow Agency and end up at Busby so And come back
0: Those of you who are familiar with the area And if you've been um, um, at Gascap If you get on like top of Gascap and you see the pines back there Chances are we will be running, running back there also, in other news, race news, we went ahead and decided to go ahead and go forward with our yearly yearly run, the Mom's Trail Run. Sweet. And this year, we will be adding a, another event known as the Renegade 30. So, we have a two-mile walk, a 10K, a 20K, and this year, we will be adding a 30K. That's going to be fun. That is. So, it'll be 18 miles. I think we kind of roughly have it marked out where it's going to be, but... It shouldn't be too bad, but it'll be pretty much the same as all the rest of the... The 10K and 20K finish the same. We really want the 30K to finish the same as... So 30 years will um, start a lot earlier, huh? Right Thank now, tentatively, it's going to be 6.30, uh, 7, 7 a.m., 8 a.m. for the 20... Oh, a.m. for the 10K and the two mile. On my run sign-up, I have a backwards out to fix that. You're going to use a run
1: sign-up to do that? Yeah. So there'd be a link shared and people could sign we'll up We'll share the link.
0: I don't think it's live right now. It might be, but if it is, it's backwards, so I've got to change the time. Cool. Yeah, having someone else.
1: It's almost kind of scary announcing this because last year at this time we we're all excited for races and I it got know. canceled.
0: Yeah, I think we were the first race to cancel the race.
1: No. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed.
0: The pub run got canceled. <laughs> then all um, all the wheels just came falling down as a domino uh,
1: effect. I was like, man, we were so hyped up for the bighorn. We had like 60 locals. I wonder mm-hmm. how many we got now. Anyways, then it got canceled. I was like, man, I sure feel
0: bad. I remember when we got the news. When was that? End of June? No, end of May. Somewhere in May. Yeah. I was with Scott right when we got the thing. They had that sad music playing. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, and they made that little video about yeah. canceling the run? then I had to make my sad
0: video about the run <laughs> I refused to participate that time remember <laughs> Oh, that was funny good times so hopefully we could have safe runs I don't know if we need to do send people out in waves or how we're going to do we got to do a way where they're not all congested you know we'll figure it out yeah we we'll figure it out just don't breathe <laughs> wear your mask tell us <laughs>
1: The longer distances might have not have a lot, but you know what I you know what I just thought of. Huh? It's like a mask. What's kind of a respirator? That wheel I am mask he's selling with the earphones. No, the it's kind of like a snorkel. <laughs> snorkel. So when you breathe out, it kind of goes up <laughs> and
0: not straight out. Just hits the people behind you. Uh, yeah, that's what goes. I guess if you're running real fast, but no, you could just wear this like right now. So yeah, anyhow, think about that later. But yeah, the Roms Trail Run will be on Saturday, May twenty ninth. It's always on Memorial, the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. So you heard it here first. So nobody else planning runs that day. We already have <laughs> No. <laughs> we had a run the same day, and you know. some people did both. Oh, they did two runs in one day. Manuel did that one, wow. That it was a five k. Was able to finish before ours started. Uh huh. So Manuel ran that, and he ran over and ran ours. Was it like the sugar rush or something? I can't remember what it was, but it was, just, it was like a local one where they they usually have it at a different time, but for some reason. I the, remember that now. You did a double hitter, huh? The wind, there, was a like a, there was a window where they said, okay, well, let's just put this, but they didn't know we were having a run. I think it was only our second year, but. That's funny. Yep. That was our year Michael won it because I was trying to catch him on the four-wheeler. I barely caught him to make sure he turned where he was supposed to turn. He's coaching, huh, Ronan? Is he? That's
1: pretty <laughs> neat to see him. Coaching? What's he coaching? Long wrestling? distance runners. Oh, okay. not That'll wrestling. <laughs> sure, he's probably good, but <laughs> coaching long distance runners and Scott's coaching too.
0: Oh yeah, he's right on the track. Yep, it's pretty neat. Remember Scott was coaching and he took a someone to state for shot putting. Yeah, a lame deer. Yep. Was
1: it lame deer or Busby? Lame deer, I want to say. Yeah, they had that shot putter who went to
0: state. That, Tough kid. I was asked I almost had to coach little league baseball. You're not gonna? No, thank God someone someone volunteered. I would have been missing quite a bit anyhow. But luckily I think it's we're all kind of coaching by committee, but he's kinda of like the contact person, so we're all out there helping. That's a lot that's a lot to take in. It's not like one thing where everybody practices layups and like one coach can handle the whole thing. Yeah. There's a lot Is of there like little different stations? Yeah, like someone's someone to someone be down at home. That's why they have like even majorly that third coach, third base coach, first base coach, and that's a lot to take in. You got to make sure the defense is doing the right thing and the offense. And if you're a runner, there's like all sorts. That's, that's a lot. And they got bats
1: too. And mm-hmm.
0: they have a pitching machine. Remember those wheels that spin? Oh yeah. They drop the ball in there and it kind of shoots it in there. I was like, oh my god, that's kind of
1: oh, this is a little tiny guy. a little. That...
0: Like my son's real tiny and like he had the bat. I was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do they wear helmets? Yeah, that's good.
0: Yep. But they let them... I don't know, Austria how the games are really going go or if they're going to use... I heard somewhere that either the coaches will pitch to their own team or they'll use that machine. But I don't think they'll actually have pitchers huh. for their age right now. But it's fun. I like it. Is it like Pee Wee League or... I think it's Minor Little League. Minor Little League. Not the majors yet. They're not in the show yet. Then I think the ones that go like you'll see on ESPN, they're like... I think those are like teenagers. Like they can go up to like 13, but...
1: Did you ever go to... Um like a MLB game. Mm-hmm. It's a different vibe, huh? I liked it. I fell asleep. I <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep like twice. Then um, I'd hear the crowd roar and I'd open my eyes and somebody had hit the ball and started running. Uh-huh. But it was like a big picnic type atmosphere.
0: It was, huh? All sorts of food stands everywhere and mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. When I was a kid, we went to um, Seattle. We went to an eighth grade trip. We went to Seattle and watched um, the Supersonics. And I was thinking there, I was like, man, all these guys are real impassioned. I was like, how come they're getting so excited about this professional team? It's not like, I forget why. I was like, why are they getting so, so it seemed like they cared quite a bit. Then one of my classmates who was, um, must've been years ahead of me mentally. Like he said, well, you, you, you feel the same way about the Lodgegrass Indians. Well, they probably feel the same way about their home team. Like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was thinking about how, when I was sitting there at, um, some of those baseball games, too, that, boy, they're really passion, passionate fans. They're rabid, some of them. I like it, though. They don't have cousins on the field, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, cheering on the Indians over all your cousins and
0: <laughs> your uncles and, and nephews. Well, June Wagon doesn't have cousins down there. She She's, <laughs> she was ours. <laughs> that was a feel-good story. Did you just see that? What's that? They got her over to the game when Lodgegrass won. Yeah, this past. Some of them hacked tickets. Yep, some of those.
1: Some <laughs> quotation marks right now hacked, hacked tickets. Thought
0: <laughs> oh, it was no hack. Did you see that picture of that guy who was sitting in the cafe? His hair's like all spiky, was <laughs> <laughs> the guy who hacked the tickets? <laughs> I'm
1: sure somebody hacked them.
0: <laughs> they came through the ceiling like uh, Tom Cruise
1: on Mission Impossible. That's mm-hmm. how they got him, up mm-hmm. Went on the large grass roof and snuck in there. And snuck into the server room and mainframe. mainframe. The metro <laughs> went through the laser, <laughs> the laser security and. Hacked. Yep.
0: Just, so, kidding, just kidding. How many? You're doing the hundred, right? Yep, finishing two. You betcha. I'm not doing anything. I'll be up You to gonna it. pace me? I might cheer pace you guys on. us? You know, what I don't even know if I'd be in shape to pace. I'm pretty sure you could keep up with somebody who. Barely moving I would hope so Yeah I would hope so But I don't know I'm I'm, 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 I'm out out of shape I ran Got like 10 weeks To get ready I ran the other day And my knee Kind of gave up I think I need To start slow Your knee The old Runner's knee there It's got to stretch Hopefully Something About one of those bands again Stretch Stretch it out Stretch it out Um, Put um, some water on it I got a message Hold on I got a message from um, one of our listeners down, down south. Uh-huh. Is Texas considered down south? Um,
1: everything is considered down south from in us. Montana. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a couple of east and west, but most is down south. The only thing north is Idaho. Okay, let's see here. Not now. So we had um the Shoe Diaries. I think we, I think we gave him a shout out, right? Yeah, the Chico guy.
1: Anyhow and Chico Reyes. Luis. Luis? Mm. Mm-hmm. Chico
0: Luis. Reyes. Anyhow. Um yeah, so he, <laughs> what,
1: what what is it?
0: No, oh, he's asking about the show and just let him know that uh here we are back on. Wanna give Run Shoe Diaries a shout out if you guys want to give him a, a uh go check him out on Instagram. Anyhow, I was asking about the the podcast and we'll we'll send you a hat, Chico yeah. Luis Reyes. He um, did a huge um what
1: 300k in February, and I think he just now did another huge run. Really? Yep.
0: Yeah. Dang. Or what did you do? Fifty mile.
1: Yep. How was that? Oh, recently. Yeah. Yeah, a few of us we got invited to the Cohila Indian Reservation. Cohila. I think that's how you say it. Where's that at? In California. Mm-hmm. So we went down there, and I let Scott killed it. Did Scott kill it? Yeah, Scott and Indigo and mm-hmm. I, I PR'd for my 50K time and 50 miles, so that was fun. What was your time? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. I don't remember any of my
0: 50 mile times either. I don't remember most of my times. In my
1: time was like 11 hours, 40 some minutes. Mm-hmm. I was trying to beat 11 hours, but the wheels kind of fell off.
0: Really? Was it pretty sandy?
1: <clears throat> there was some sandy sections and man, I didn't enjoy that. Really? I had to wear, I'm sorry Levi, but I had to wear <laughs> some gaiters. I know you You don't like gaiters,
0: but... Scott said, um, said, I said, did you wear gaiters? Yeah, but they didn't work because the sound just went into my shoe. <laughs> like the poorest part of his shoes. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, like, um, there was a loop, and then you you kind of um, find out what... Get, you get used to the course, and so you know which parts are going to be uphill and downhill. And my first couple loops, man, I was just blazing, and then I said, oh, man, I better conserve some energy. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. How long was the loop? I want to say five
0: miles. Five miles?
1: But we had to almost five because we had to do 11 loops. Okay. That was, um, it was good. It was a good time down there and just to see a different country. And it looked like Wyoming. Oh, really? Just had a lot of people. <laughs> 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 like the dry kind of climate of Wyoming. Okay. Like that. And, um, I had a good time with my wife and Was it a, a reservation? There was different reservations everywhere. Oh. There was a new experience for me and I think they call them rancheros, but we were not too far from Los Angeles, I believe. But there was like windmills and windmills? There was like windmill farms everywhere. Oh, where we seen
0: the wind farms?
1: Yeah, I remember on your show.
0: I was thinking like the old fashioned windmill where they make bread.
1: Oh, no, no, not those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the power windmills. Then we went to, um, it was kind of near Joshua Tree National Forest. Okay. But it was a good race and really glad to be invited down there. Thank- thankful for everyone inviting us down. And we stayed at the Saboba Casino. Saboba? It's huge. Saboba. It's like the Metro. It was like the Metro? A <laughs> <laughs> little bit smaller than the Metro. I was but thinking
0: of the Metro with a bunch of machines in there, like how, how
1: like, that works. Like five restaurants in there and rooms and security guards everywhere. and It's a pretty interesting place. Sounds fun. Yeah, it was. you going to go
0: back next year? I don't know. You know, that's cool. Remember we always thought about, well, if we're doing 100, we have to, we have to squeeze a 50 mile in there somewhere.
1: That was part of it, yeah. our training was mm-hmm. that, that race. It was nice to go down there.
0: So then you have ten weeks. So do you have like eight more weeks of good training, than two weeks of taper. Are you gonna taper for two weeks or one week? I don't you figured know it out yet. Uh-uh.
1: Just gonna, just kind of playing it by ear.
0: Playing it by ear. Uh, yeah.
1: The um, what was neat was on the. So um, we got a later flight on the time back, and then me and Val, were we going to we had to go to Palm Springs, mm-hmm. and then they had installed, you know, like the Hollywood letters. But there was an installment right there in front of their own mountains, and they wrote "Indian Land."
0: Oh, that—that that was a real thing. I, for some reason, I thought that was like That's a Photoshop thing. Okay. And so,
1: like, a, we were like, "Look at that!" We pulled over and just took some pictures, and it was really meaningful. Mm-hmm. Like it was just really meaningful to see that right there, and um, I don't know why, but or you, I'm sure you can understand why, but mm-hmm. I can't put it in words. But just seeing that, that it is Indian Land. Mm-hmm. It was really um, pretty neat. They weren't finished with the the second A, though. <laughs> the pictures we took, if you zoom in, there's little orange dudes, you know, in their um, construction. Um,
0: so was it, it was a, a pretty big thing? Yeah, pretty giant letters. Huh. I do where we could do that here, huh? What are we going to write? Crowland. Mm-hmm. Remember the, the original sign said Hollywoodland?
1: Hollywoodland? Mm-hmm. Really?
0: Yeah. Really? I don't know what happened to the land.
1: So then we drove around... Um, Hollywood Land, and <laughs> <coughs> we're listening to all of our uh, Chili Pepper songs, and so, it was a different vibe there in that state. You, you understand why? Hey, it's kind of got a vibe where we could just start a rock band; nobody would care. And mm. Get a lot of rock band supporters. Should we go ahead and start a rock band? I don't know if we have that vibe here in this area.
0: <laughs> we'll Do it anyhow. <laughs> yeah, we'll tour down in California.
1: Then um, we had a little Fort Fiesta. And then a um, little tiny car, mm-hmm. and then um, one of our, one other guy had a Mustang, and um, we beat him, because mm. <laughs> <laughs> we were racing around California. I wasn't, I was like, um, I was, Velvet's a race car driver, <laughs> I just closed my eyes, and I was grabbing a thing, and I was like, Lord, please don't <laughs> let us wreck, please don't let us wreck, and going on woo, woo, all over, and <clears throat> we'd. She did a California roll in California.
0: What's a California roll?
1: When you go to the stop sign and you don't stop all the way and you kind of roll through.
0: Oh, I do that all the time here.
1: I've got stopped twice here in Montana for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we did our midnight run? Mm-hmm. The gas kept. Uh, oh yeah, in the yeah New yeah, Year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tried the California roll in hard Montana and the cops stopped me. <laughs>
0: he, he didn't. He didn't believe that you're out there running at midnight.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sure, you haven't been drinking. Like, dude, <laughs> this is the fifth time you asked me. I haven't been drinking. I does she's breathalyze me. I'm dry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that reminded me of, um, did you ever watch that one Dave Chappelle stand-up? Where he said his buddy was <laughs> there driving, his buddy looked at him. They stopped at a red light and looked at that guy and looked back at Dave and said, Dave, I'm going to race him. <laughs> That's how we were.
1: <laughs> it was fun though. Mm. It was funny. I took um I think eleventh overall in our race. Oh went wow. back to the race now and I forgot how many were in there, like twelve runners? Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Just kidding. It was a fast course though. There was a professional runner in there. I forgot his name, but was his name Scott? Yeah. <laughs> he took like second or third overall. The professional? Scott. Oh. Professional guy I took first. He lapped me like twice or three times. Ding. Twice maybe. And he was a big old racehorse guy. Racehorse?
0: He looked like a big racehorse. Was he just frothing at frothing at the bit? <laughs>
1: and at the thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Did say that again.
0: <laughs> oh man. You <And>, uh, know. <laughs>
1: That's going to be like a running joke,
0: huh? <laughs> <laughs> Rocking <up>. at <laughs> Yep. That's why you go to wear those spandex so that your skin doesn't rub together. That's just nice if you don't have a thigh gap. Oh, thigh gap. Squirrels nut butter. Anyhow, what else do we have? Any more running news? Um, I think we have a lot, but let's not. Uh, it's just been, for me, running news like seeing
1: people just out there. Mm-hmm. And then um seeing people going on hikes and it's really been neat and uh it just to reconnect cuz it's strange that as tribal people to me it's strange like we've been dislocated from our land physically you know a lot in a lot of ways. Yep. But then even um mentally. So like to see people going out there and reconnecting with our land is really it's really nice, you know, like
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was talking with my, um, my, uh, the vice secretary Chan. He, he's from Pryor, and he was, he was saying we went to the Castle Rocks this past um, and I was thinking, you know, I've never actually been up there. Let's go up there. And he said, yeah. He said that's what I was saying. I was like, I need to, I need to bring the rest of the guys up here. I think they'd like it. And he said they went up on horses. I was like, Man, uh-huh. I think that'd be fun to go because he said he didn't know the the distance. He just said it takes about an hour by horse. It's like, oh, I'll get, me and Brocade, we we'll get the poles and we'll, GPS it and yeah, make a little thing, and normalize. We need to make trails around here, you know, a system of trails that we maintain that people could enjoy and just like all like national parks.
1: Yep, and Tim has started it, you know, with his and Black Canyon. Mm-hmm. They go up there and do the work to put in that trail, but yeah, we should learn how to do that. We should. I think the challenge for us is we don't want um, outsiders to come in. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't feel bad about saying that because... Mm-hmm. Like when you visit the Crazies or um, the bear Beartooths. And you go to all these places that were our homelands. And then um, you come home and you realize, man, there's all we got left. just the bighorns uh-huh. and the priors and the wolves. And got to hang on to it. We don't want to lose it because thinking about all that was ours. Yeah. And then we're dislocated from it. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're old men now and <laughs> finally learning what a trailhead is. I didn't know what a trailhead was. Yep. If it wasn't for trail running, I would have never learned that we could get out there and experience these places, yep, and um it's hardly any of us indigenous people have that kind of insider knowledge to go and enjoy our own homelands, so it's like, i agree
0: yeah we gotta we gotta make it a normal thing that people just do, and I think by having more runs in different places just so that people could actually the best way like remember when you'd go like to New York or when you went to like Minneapolis and you yeah. went, you went and ran. The best way to actually get a feel or in experience a city is to run through it. Uh-huh. And um, the best way I think to really, it's different driving through like a trail or like a road. Uh-huh. If you run that road, you'll see things you never saw. I mean, it doesn't zoom by you and like you just going over it with your feet is different. That's a different experience. And I think you, you take it in a lot more and you really connect more with, um, am I sounding like a hippie? i think at heart you're
1: really like a surfer hippie
0: i think i think a little bit yeah surfer
1: hippie that plays guitar i'm growing my
0: hair (laughs) i been growing my hair for a while now (laughs) like the past 15 years uh. okay i think we need to wrap it up all right so we're
1: going to cody this weekend the hunt trail runners i've seen a lot of others are doing that too so i'll have some news later on Mm -hmm. if we ever have the show again kind of like the beatles trying to break up in um the community is Yoko Ono.
0: What? <laughs> the community broke us up because <laughs> the Beatles broke up the tribe. The tribe. There you go. My job. My job is the big old Yoko Ono. <laughs> it never says anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, tribe. You're not Yoko. You're Jeez. not Yoko. You're the best. Um. So tune in next time we <laughs> say next week. <laughs> Hopefully hopefully yeah. fingers crossed because um yeah like i said we've been putting this off we just could have did this a long time ago jason what the heck yep kept asking you but just... i'm ready to go anytime you are
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but know? Yeah, thanks for sticking around people uh sorry about the delay well and um i'm still hashing out the technical difficulties for uh our, our last podcast jordan marie danielle she was a she was very gracious enough to Appear on our show and not appear, but yeah, man, she, um, she helped out.
1: I think she was one of the sponsors for Scott's race too for the indigenous trail race. Oh, really? Gave out a pair of uh, brand new ultra shoes, and mm-hmm. Eric
0: won them. Oh, yeah, but yeah, uh, she'll be on the next show. Hopefully, we can get rid of my echo. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure something out. If not, we're just gonna have to listen to because it. it didn't last the whole way. We solved it eventually, but there was a, a smidge of an echo on there, but. We live and we learn people we live and we learn Jason do you have anything else? No neither do I have a good day today man I gotta get back to my real job yeah I gotta get back to work too. alrighty everybody what do we say? Run hard and run my like okay.